0: The stories of some of the world's greatest women unfold here. I am Annette Comer, your host, and each week the untold secrets of success, strength, and boldness of today's powerful women are revealed. This woman grew up being exposed to many different cultures. She was curious about others and wanted to know more. In college, she studied journalism but quickly realized this field of study paid little. So she ventured abroad to Paris to learn more about communications and media. And as her career unfolded, she appeared to have it all, money, children, the perfect man. But she knew something was missing. She began to explore deeper to find out what this was. She moved to Italy and explored the music and theater scene, started a film production company and wrote several best-selling books. Today, she is walking her path to greatness as a world-renowned connection and communication expert who is using her skills to bridge the gap across all things. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Cass Thomas. Hi, Cass. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so
1: much, Annette. I'm so delighted to be here uh, with you. And And one day we'll be together physically. Yes, we will.
0: We'll get to get (laughs) each other a big old neck hug for sure. We have so much to talk about, Cass, but yet little time together. So I'm going to jump right on in. You told me people often make the mistake thinking they have to hold on to things they start. What have you found happens when we are willing to let go of such things and even people that we think define us? Well, you know,
1: when we're willing to let go of something, when we're willing to really let go of everything, then everything is available to us and things that we have not been able to uh, identify or to define because we're so blocked in a set route in life. When we really are willing to let go of things, all these different routes, all these different possibilities show up for us and then we have some choices that we can make and really as you know how do we know which choice to make right we really have to be connected and in line with what our vibration is and what's going to bring us more joy and what's vital to us in life so that we're included in our business in our relationships in our life yeah
0: so I'm going to dig a little deeper on this one because I know that this is something you have learned on your life journey. This is not just a cerebral thing for you. This is something very near and dear to you. Give me an example of how, when you let something go that you had started, something else opened up for you that you would have never anticipated.
1: Well, so many things. I mean, one, letting go of uh, Boston, my <laughs> my city in which I was born and choosing to go to New York, opening up a whole new world, uh, letting go of my first career, you know, in the hospitality industry, which everyone said, you know, this is uh, perfect for you, you make a lot of money. And really recognizing that if I continued on that route, on that predetermined route, then it would at some point become a dead end street, right? And so letting go of that when it didn't make any sense and I didn't have anything else ready to choose just opened up a whole new world uh, for me and new careers, like you were saying, uh, moving to uh, Italy from the United States, not even speaking Italian yet, uh, opening up a film production company, working first in the music industry and really enjoying life. So. Yeah. Does that respond to your question? Yeah,
0: yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I can see the journey of how those things wouldn't have unfolded for you if you had stayed hanging on to something that defined you earlier.
1: Absolutely not. Like
0: living in Boston or even the film production company.
1: Absolutely. And especially because sometimes it looks good, smells good, tastes good, seems like it's perfect. You live in Boston, you want to go to university, college. It's one of the cities, you know, with the largest number of universities. And yet going against the grain, you know, and taking uh, what people call risks, you know, in this life, but risks aren't just about what you can fail at. It's what you can succeed at and go beyond your wildest expectations.
0: Yeah. And somehow we always look at the risk and stay in that space of how we can fail, don't we?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there's a saying, you know, you can't ever fail. You either win or you learn something. So if we don't go into uh, the wrongness of us, we're actually not looking down, we're looking up. And we see something that seems like a coincidence, (laughs) seems like, oh, wow, how did that show up here? And if we're willing to explore it, you know, and not once again get on a predetermined route, uh, sometimes you cannot see the exit on a highway until you get on the highway, you know? And so, so many things have uh, shown up in in my life, and it seems like a random journey, and yet it always has been a continuous contribution to what I'm able to share with the world. And it it hasn't ended.
0: (laughs) Now I got a feeling you got a lot of chapters still to unfold, for sure. Yeah. So as a communication and connection expert and the author of the book, Seven Steps to Flawless Communication, I want you to tell me and others how people can position themselves so that they never feel wrong when engaging with others
1: absolutely you know a lot of times people ask me about communicating with others but they're not or connecting with others but they're not connected with themselves you know so especially we talk a lot you and i about um uh, career and, and jobs and businesses you know and how do you know which conversation which approach to a business which approach to an engagement with others is actually going to get you what you'd like to have in life you first have to know who you are and connect with you you know and so you cannot feel wrong because there's no one that does you better than you right so once you are connected with you once you are willing to really activate your intuition what is in line with your vibration is the way i say it then when you are talking with others you know that they're unique too because there's nobody that's job as themselves is not taken right so approaching people with that curiosity and with that lack of judgment is what you can do when you are connected with yourself in that way So if they're not getting you, if you're not being able to get your point across, if you're not really receiving them, then having a different approach without feeling wrong is something that invites them to share the truth, the genuine, authentic way that they communicate. And it's not a wrong way. It's just a different way each and every one of us has.
0: Yeah. And I liked your comment that you just made about When you approach people, realizing that each person is unique and has walked their own path. So they have a different perspective on things, neither right or wrong, just different because of the journey they have traveled. And I think sometimes we often
1: forget that. And also, when we are really giving ourselves some time to connect with us, right, with ourselves, then we recognize when people are not feeling comfortable, when they're not actually in their presence with you. That maybe they haven't connected with themselves either. So, the more that you are relaxed in your communication with others, the more you're inviting them to be relaxed too. So, sometimes we uh, take someone's comments or their response to us as a a judgment. But most people (laughs) are so busy judging themselves that they have no time to judge you. The way that they may be (laughs) responding is more about them than about you so what is the invitation that we can be for people to feel good in their own skin and to feel comfortable communicating with you in whatever way works for them you know
0: right right absolutely so i'm going to switch gears a little bit i'm going to get into a hot topic that we hear a lot about today and that is inclusion and it is a topic that makes many people uncomfortable so my question to you Cass, is how can companies and people in general become more open to the practice and the thought of inclusion?
1: Well, just exactly what we've been talking about, because if you're willing to recognize that everyone is different, they may have the same job title, right? They may have had the same experiences, their you know curriculums might be the same, but how they have approached their job, their career, their tasks, is a bit different. So if we're really willing to see them and how they do something and the way they do it, not only is it about getting the job done, but what else, what different way are they able to approach it that can perhaps open up more clients, more customers, more services, and a new product or service that the company can offer. You know, a lot of times people are hired for one job. And when you're connected with your company too, like, why is your company here? What is it that's different about it? You may be selling the same products, giving the same services as so many others, but what makes yours different? What is it that will attract the people? And the way we engage with employees, um, management, right? It makes them feel good. It makes them feel comfortable. And even if they're saying the same phrases, selling the same things that others are selling. When they're comfortable, that is an invitation that goes beyond words, that goes beyond the list of products. Do you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, one of the things that you and I share very intimately is our love of other cultures. And you and I both are world travelers. We've seen so much of the world. And I think with that, comes an understanding and an appreciation for the art of inclusion, that there is power in including so many different viewpoints and different cultures and all of that. And I think people that haven't gone out and explored beyond their town or their state or their their circle um, miss that.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I, I always say it starts with us. It all starts with us. Our life starts with us. Right. So are you willing to include you, you know, because a lot of times, if we say something in the wrong way, um, if we're in a new country, if we're speaking with someone with a different language, if we say it in, a, in the wrong way, we're, we're excluding ourselves if we think we're saying it in a wrong way. So what is that unique, I call it your unique brand of magic. In business, we call it your unique selling point. What's that unique thing about you that actually you're willing to include, even if you're in an environment, right, or with a person, that you're not immediately comfortable with? Are you willing to not exclude discomfort? And how much if you're not judging yourself or the person or wherever you are for the lack of comfort, how much will that actually expand your level of comfort with something new and different?
0: Society has many rules and regulations that we are all expected to follow. And in a previous conversation, you told me that Here is where we tend to become to feel empty. Tell me what you meant by this. Well,
1: you know, if you are feeling uh, empty, maybe it's a way, right, that something's knocking on your door. Something that you haven't really looked at that maybe you need to get engaged with in life. You know, I'm living um, outside of the U.S., right? Um, But, of course, I'm still a U.S. citizen. And so there are so many ways in which engaging with Italy, engaging with the European Union, yet being American, is quite different. And it can be a bit um, overwhelming. So you either get knocked down by it, um, or like you were saying, you feel uh, empty. But if you're not going into resistance to that, what are the different ways that you can explore Right, the approach to different societies that will allow you to maybe be a contribution to others that come into that society i mean I, it's not a job i'm doing uh, just because I've, I've got so many other things that i'm doing but there's so many americans that are choosing to come and move to europe move to uh, rome uh, move to italy and you know they do feel a little out of place which could be empty and Gifting them some of the awarenesses that I have and some of the Americans that have been here for a long time um, have may not have them misidentify that uncomfortability as empty, but have them approach a different society in a different way. And one of the things that is really lovely about every society, right? is that there are so many things that unite you with that society, then separate you with that society. And that's one of the things that I often share with people. So how are you united with it? And what if your empty is actually some space that you could invite some new possibilities into?
0: So in another book that you wrote called Dances with Riches, you refer to the Access Consciousness Tools. So I want you to tell our listeners what you have to have to access consciousness. What do you mean by these Access Consciousness Tools?
1: Yes. Well, the Dancing with Riches book is now just in three languages, but probably like the first book, Seven Steps, it'll come out in another 20 languages and it's being in step with the energy of change and there's so many changes that i've had in my life and it's really a how-to book how to be in step with the energy of change of how you confront yourself you know and how you really engage with yourself with your body and it's so funny because nowadays people see me and they're like how are you like 25 again (laughs) right and with your relationships with others with money with business And the tools of Access Consciousness are about empowering people to know that they know. And that's so much also what you have been doing, just in a different way with people in in terms of uh, business and with women in terms of business. Because a lot of times we feel like we're wrong, like you say, or we're not accepted. But you're unique, you're different. And if you are willing to empower yourself to know that you know. There's nothing that you don't know. How to go about it might be a different society, might be a different role, might be a different business, might be a different uh, culture, but you know it. And so instead of just working with your mind, which is like 90% of our brain capacity is beyond the mind, right? right, right exactly. <laughs> Only 10% of that. Um, to really expand your zone and to access the consciousness that you are and so the tools i was so grateful when i first encountered access consciousness i was already successful lovely marriage lovely home lovely everything and the first thing that really excited me about it was it's not the answer it's the question that invites you to access the answers you have for your life so that's just sharing And some of the experiences we've had, and that was one of our first conversations. You're sharing your experiences in terms of becoming such a successful business entrepreneur. And are we willing to, yes, maybe trip, maybe fall, maybe step down? How many times you do that is not relevant. It's how many times you're willing to step up. And so these tools that I share in how-to book, Dancing with Riches or it doesn't matter which tool you use, how you uh, go about it. It's that you are dedicated to you. And when you're dedicated to you and really willing to acknowledge the riches, the wealth that you are, right? and you're in rhythm with that, you're not only a contribution to you in your life and your business and your money and all of that, but to the world. Because anybody you engage with, anybody you walk by, you're an invitation for them to do that too. So that's why I really wanted to share that with people. And if you've ever been different, if you've ever not been you know, the same as other people, and if you've been criticized by that, please know that there's something that is not wrong about you. There's something that's unique about you. you know. And so if you're willing to know how many other people there are out there in the world that are unique and different and not the same. You don't feel like you have to be in line with others. You just have to find a way to be in rhythm <laughs> with. <them. laughs> and it's the dancing. The dance is always yours. The partner may change, the music may change. The platform on which you're dancing may change, but the stage is life, you know? And so what is the way that you can be in rhythm with you so that you can be really a shining star on and for this planet?
0: so I'm going to move to the space of women and thinking big, because I personally think that women often don't think big enough. So my question to you, Cass, do you think you think big enough? And what do you think is necessary for big innovations to happen?
1: Absolutely. And do I think big? Yes. Can I think bigger? Absolutely, yes. And perhaps every day, you know? So, simultaneously being grateful, right? Having gratitude for what's shown up in your life and how it's shown up. And at the same time, always asking, what else is possible now? I'm so grateful for this. Thank you, you know? And what else is possible now? How else can I really begin inviting more into my life? And so many of us have been sleeping while walking and um living our lives and breathing yes but are we enjoying it and every day if you wake up and ask you know who am i today and what are the grand and glorious adventures i can have yeah then the day goes so differently it's a different way yeah to live life
0: so being authentic is something that's very important for you so I'm going to ask you, what is your definition of being authentic and how can others begin to be their authentic selves?
1: Well, having a presence, right? And a lot of times uh, we may think we're um, being present, but we're thinking about the past or we're already planning the future. But each and every moment right, of our lives, if we can be present, it's amazing. That's the consciousness, right? and to recognize when you're not and to take a moment and be present. And, you know, it might even be something as simple as looking into your eyes, you know, and there's some sparkle that occurs. So when you're connected with yourself in a very authentic way, then you're being genuinely you with other people and the way life shows up and the way the day goes without a linearity of time is just, um, just amazing.
0: And in this place of talking about being authentic, you know, I think sometimes people get confused on that. And I'll say what I mean by that. I think for women, that means that they can show up in the way they show up at home in the business world. They can show up with their hair pulled back and so on. You know, I don't know. They, they have an image of what authentic is. But I have found that, at least for women, we are complex creatures. And any men listening to this would probably say 100%. Yes, that is true. But I think that we as authentic women have to recognize that we have different levels of authenticity that show up in the different roles that we play. How we are as a mother is necessarily not the same authentic self that shows up in the business world or in the relationship with the girls that we go out with, the women that we call as friends. So I, I, I want people to be okay with the complexity of being authentic.
1: Right. And, and, you know, if we're willing also to not get something right, you know, ah, if we're willing also to be wrong, if we're willing also to make a mistake uh, have a failure, you know, and not going to criticism or judgment, but to know that, wow, this is actually going to contribute to me in a way. That the next time something like this shows up, I know that I can make a different choice, that I can approach it in a different way. And so sometimes things show up like the failures or, or, you know, a stumble or something. And that's just quite small, you know. But if you're not going into judgment about you, right, for that, then you're actually, and you're present with it. The next time something very different shows up, however, hmm, you get that little intuition, why does this feel so familiar? Wait a minute. Let me just stand still for a moment and ask a question. Is there something else I could be doing or choosing here that would be genuinely me, that would allow me to approach it in an authentic way? You might get a yes. Something else might show up, you know? With kids, you know, for example, it's so funny as I do a lot of uh, training, you know, and, and sessions with moms and they have an awareness that, hmm, I'm not being genuinely me, but I actually need to redirect this wheel so that the kid gets on the right track. And sometimes we have to do that. And it may not be what we have considered being nice, you know, doing something nice. Right. But it is a kindness that is going to create a different future for them and for you. And they might not, you know, acknowledge it immediately, but they will later. So that really being authentically you, genuinely you, it might be include doing something uh, that you might not have chosen to do unless there was a demand in your world showing up and you had to do it. I'm sure you've had things like that too. Oh, for sure.
0: That. In this space, I have one last question for you. In this space of authenticity, you have been willing to explore all aspects of yourself in the journey to find Cast. So what advice would you give others who are brave enough to go on the same journey of self-discovery?
1: Well, one of the and this is a one of the tools that I talk about in the Dancing with Riches Access tools. It's like if you're willing to live your life in 10 second increments, usually it takes us a little longer than 10 seconds to enter into judgment. But if you're willing to choose something every 10 seconds, I've been choosing my current marriage every 10 seconds for over 20 years, you know, then each and every day it's like a new day and it's not a routine and so my suggestion for people is to not go on automatic pilot to not go on reactions and reactions or resistance to things uh to not align and agree you know forever with something if you're willing to be authentically you and to ask, is this working for me today? I know I have a coffee with milk every day, but is this working for me today? I know I have a meeting, a weekly meeting with my staff on Tuesdays at nine o'clock, but is that working today? You know, And yes, you might do it all the time, but if you're willing to be in the question about it, then that's the curiosity, that's the opening up to different possibilities. And being in line with the, energy of change.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cass, is there anything about your journey to greatness that we haven't covered that you'd like to share with other women?
1: Well, I can tell you that the journey is this journey is called life, and it is continuous. So please acknowledge even things that you have maybe identified as a failure, right? Please acknowledge that it is contributed to you because you're still alive and you're still here. And so if you're not looking into the past and really self-judgment and self-doubt, if you're willing to know that everything, every single thing that we've done has got us to where we are today. And what can we choose today that will create more for us in the future?
0: And I think that is wonderful wisdom to end our interview together today. Cass, thank you so much for taking time to be with me today. I know it is a later hour there in Italy, but I so appreciate you going the extra mile and coming and sharing your wisdom with my listeners.
1: You are such a great contribution to my life already. And what else is possible?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cass. And Cass is another great example of how women are challenging the norm, making things happen and demanding their own greatness. So join me next time on The World's Greatest Women Show as another powerful woman story unfolds.